where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Trolled Chaos. Brought to you by Keystone Event Staffing. Better people mean better events. I think there's got to be changes to the lineup. I think there's got to be real thought this week on what you are. But listen, as much as people want to critique Bradley Carnell, the setup and everything else, the players have to look themselves in the mirror. If you are, if, if the listeners right now are questioning your effort and your ability to win 50-50 balls, which is what won you the number one seed in the Western Conference, then it's a long shot. That is Taylor Twelman, who is the partner of our next guest, Jake Zivin of Apple TV and the MLS season pass. Game one, won by Sporting KC, 4-1 Sunday night at City Park. Now they head across the state into Kansas, and Sporting KC will host St. Louis City SC at 4 o'clock Sunday afternoon. And, of course, you'll see that game on MLS season pass. Randy Carricker, Brooke Grimsley, Kerry Davis, and we do go to the celebrity line where Jake Zivin joins us. Jake, great to have you with us on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Good morning. How are you doing? Hey guys, good morning. Doing great. Uh, yeah, big one, huh? For St. Louis on Sunday in, in Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was definitely a very disappointing game one for St. Yeah. Louis City SC, and so we're also reeling a little bit for that. But you can make adjustments. So I know that Carnell will probably make some adjustments, but do you think that he'll go with one striker up top again, or do you think he'll come out with either Sam Adinarin or Gio with Zhao Klaus? Yeah, I don't know, right? If it were up to Taylor Twelman, I think it would have been two strikers, and it would have been that way last Sunday as well. I mean, he was very vocal throughout the broadcast about that, and even thinking it should have come at halftime, and it came a little bit later into the second half. Uh, it would not surprise me if there's a little bit of a change from St. Louis. It, it obviously didn't work on Sunday, right? And, and I think Kansas City deserves a lot of credit for that. You know, you heard in, in Taylor's little clip there that, that they were second to 50-50 balls and they lost duels. And what, what I liked is the, the whole uh, intro to this segment was about controlled chaos, right? And the way St. Louis City, the only way St. Louis City knows how to play, well, Sporting Kansas City didn't let them play that way because they made St. Louis have the ball right from the start. And, and St. Louis doesn't like to have the ball. It might sound counterintuitive for non-soccer fans, but the distinct style that St. Louis plays is it, it's imperative for the other team to have the ball so that then St. Louis can take the ball away in an advantageous spot and go score. Well, if St. Louis themselves have the ball and are forced to try to build out a possession, they can't really do that. So Kansas City, I think, deserves a lot of credit for the way they came into City Park, 
forced St. Louis City to play. They were the ones who controlled kind of the terms of that game. To me, that might be more important than the formation, but it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if it's either Sam Adinaran or Nicholas Joaquin starting next to Klaus on Sunday. Jake, in that cut we heard from Taylor Twilman, he was saying the players have to step up and play better. Is that mm-hmm. your thought as well? Do you think it was maybe just the moment of the playoffs, the environment, not having the experience, all, all those things could weigh in? What exactly caused City to perform not in the way that they've performed all season long? Yeah, I think that's probably part of it, right? It, it is a team that's inexperienced in these moments. And there are players like Roman Berkey, who's played in the Champions League and been a five-year starter for one of the biggest clubs in Europe in Borussia Dortmund. The moment's not going to be too big for him. But you do have some younger MLS-type players that don't have that much experience on the roster. Like at Aziel Jackson, it's a big moment for a young player that has been amazing this year for St. Louis, that St. Louis showed a lot of faith from and signed him basically off of Minnesota's scrap heap. Minnesota wasn't playing him, and he's turned into a great player for St. Louis and and a starter, but it's his first time in the playoffs. Jared Stroud, players like that, similar. Uh... I don't know if that if that had an effect on them. Kansas City definitely is a more experienced team. They have a core that's been there for a long time. Guys like Johnny Russell, who didn't play in that game, but is still, you know, we'll certainly see him on Sunday. He was essentially able to rest and, and heal a little bit because they didn't need him. Uh, Daniel Shallowy, Alan Polito, who's who's, you know, played 10 years at the highest levels. Uh, Gotti Kinda, who scored a wonderful goal. So I don't know how much that played into it, but I think it did. I think there's pressure for St. Louis, right, to perform. It, there's no longer it's no longer a surprise. It's no longer in a way it's playing with house money in over the sense of a whole season. This is going to be considered a successful season. But now that they're the one seed in the playoffs, now that they're hosting that first ever playoff game, the supporters have expectations in that game and and that could lead to some could have led to some pressure on Sunday at home especially. And now there's all the pressure in the world because if they lose this game, this dream season is over. Uh, I think they'll come out more prepared in that regard in match two on Sunday for that exact reason. It's no longer the first one that's over with. And and hopefully from a St. Louis standpoint, they will say hopefully they can get back to, to what brought them there, which they were really unable to do on Sunday. Jake Zibin from MLS Season Pass on Apple TV. Okay, based upon – the things that you just said. How concerned should we be as City fans that Sporting KC is just assembled for this time of year better than City is? Yeah, look, I think possibly a little concerned, but I also think it's a difficult matchup for St. Louis because Sporting Kansas City is not the eighth best team in the Western Conference. They're much better than that. They started off the season terribly, Three points in 10 games, three draws, and seven losses through their first 10. Three goals scored. That was the worst start by far in club history. One of the worst starts in the history of this league. Since then, so in the last 24 games of the regular season, since May 1st, you're talking over two-thirds of the season, they were the best team in the Western Conference. They dug themselves a huge hole. They climbed out of it. I think there's a much better argument that – they just had an anomaly of a first 10 games. They were getting healthy. Things just didn't go right. And who Sporting Kansas City really is, is the team that we saw in the final two-thirds of the season. And that team was the best in the West. So it's a difficult matchup for the one seed to have to play that team in the first round. To me, that maybe plays more into it 
it's a really good sporting Kansas City team that isn't an eight seed, but they are because they started the season so poorly. I just want to ask you one more question about possibilities of changing things up. Do you think that City's positioning of Leuven deeper in the midfield is failing to just really optimize his skill set? Yeah, look, that's something that the Taylor also keyed on really early in our broadcast, right? Is is he was sitting back and you're kind of forcing him to be a deep line playmaker, and maybe that's not the best uh, a spot for him if if you want to attack. Um, I think especially if St. Louis has the ball more, if Kansas City forces St. Louis to have the ball more, yeah, they might need to play Edward Leuven further up the field to be a playmaker. Uh, and that if you have two strikers, then that's more natural for, for Leuven. When they played with a 10 with Aziel Jackson, then he's kind of the guy there. And, and he's not as creative, I don't think, in the sense of pulling the strings as an Edward Leuven is, though he's a very good and technical and at times tricky player. And Bradley Carnell's got a lot of decisions to make of how to set his team up on Sunday. It didn't work uh, this past week. That's going to factor into it. And the desperation is going to factor into it. So I'm curious to see what he does on Sunday. We're going to talk to him tomorrow, hopefully get a little bit of insight into what he's thinking at this point. Uh, and then ultimately we'll see when the whistle blows on, on Sunday afternoon in Kansas City if changes are made or if it's all about kind of the process and, and the system and uh, and Bradley Carnell having faith in, in the way he set up the team on Sunday and, and doing it again. Jake, last question for me. Uh, City wins this weekend if they do what? Man, I think if they can play their game, I think if the game is played on their terms, I think if Kansas City, if, they're, if they force Kansas City to have the ball and then they can take the ball away in Kansas City's defensive half, and, and go quickly and take advantage of those moments, create opportunities, and score goals in transition, which is how they had this dream expansion season, was playing that way with that style. If they can impose their style on the game, I think they win. If they can't, which they didn't in match one, I think they lose. And it's interesting, right? Like, they say styles make fights. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a great example of that. And it is all season long with St. Louis City. Uh, and Kansas City, it's interesting. Kansas City is a team that all season long liked to possess the ball. That's been Peter Vermees. That's been his style in Kansas City. I think they were eighth in the league in possession, about 52%. St. Louis was last at 44% by design. But Peter Vermees, very pragmatic in, this, in match one. He totally flipped that script. Uh, at home, there's, there's kind of an expectation in soccer. At home, you're supposed to be the dominant team that's on the ball, that wants to create and build. Will Kansas City, now that they're at home in match two, feel a little bit of that onus and maybe have a different tactical approach? I don't know. But I think if if St. Louis can impose their style on this game, then they can get out of match two and, and force match three back at City Park. Jake Zivin, thanks so much for the time. We'll be tuned in on Sunday afternoon. Have fun with it, and hopefully we'll see you back here in St. Louis. Oh, cheers, guys. Can't wait for match two. Thank you, sir. That's Jake Zivin. He is the lead play-by-play man for MLS Season Pass on Apple TV.